Hi, I'm Angela. Welcome to the Mom Works It Out podcast. You may know me as the weight loss girl, but I'm more than just weight loss. On the journey of self-improvement, I've learned valuable lessons that I would like to share with you. Just like anything, I'm still a work in progress and I'm glad that I can learn and grow with all of you. My goal is to help someone be the best version of themselves. So come along, send some positive vibes out into the world and let's run our goals. Hey, 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 Angela here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mom Works It Out podcast. I know that there are only two episodes up and that this is the third episode, but thank you for staying subscribed and I love you so much for just being here. And I really appreciate everyone who's listening and everyone who eventually will listen. So this week's episode of the podcast, I want to talk about living a positive life because I haven't necessarily been in that space and I haven't been very honest about it. I want to give you some tips on how to live a more positive life. I've been stuck in the time-space continuum kind of that's just greatly affected my life and things just haven't been going well. And this has held me back in creating content or even moving forward in life. And that's just not the place that I want to be. So before I get into the episode and talking about all those things, I want to talk about some of the things that I'm loving right now. And, you know, this is a mix of helping you be a better person and, you know, lifestyle stuff. Thank you again for listening. Follow me on Instagram because that's probably where I'm most social at. And my username is at it's Angela Gillis. I will have everything linked in the show notes. And of course, I always want everyone to watch my YouTube videos. It's just something that I really like to do. Currently, I just finished two books. I finished Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And I finished The Strawberry Shortcake Murder by Joanna Fluke. I hope I'm saying that correctly. So I read Untamed for my book club that doesn't ever seem to be like it's ever going to meet. But this was, I know that this book is all the rage right now. Everyone's talking about how they've read it several times and it's so great and everything. And I agree with that. It is very, it's a really, really good book and it's different than what I expected it to be. But it was really speaking to me in the moments of where I needed to hear it because Something for me is is that I'm always trying to people please and I do care about what other people think about me in the aspects of the people that are really, really close to me. I do care about their opinions and how they think about me. And I always kind of do knock myself down on the list of people that, you know, need to be tended to. And, you know, I do care so much about other people. And this was just an eye-opening memoir about how we need to step out of that people-pleasing mode and be into the pleasing me mode. I relate to this book on levels on how we speak to ourselves as women and what our roles in life are supposed to be. So in that aspect, it was another thing. I just needed to hear all of these things that were happening. It got a little bit heavy towards the end, especially when she started talking about religion and all that. But I mean, you know, there are little controversial topics that happen here. So if you're one of those people that want to stay away from the com- confrontational type of top- topics, this may not be the book for you. Overall, I felt that it was very 
uplifting and it's something that I really enjoyed reading. And so I give it a four out of five and I think that you should read it. Also, I read The Strawberry Shortcake Murders by Joanna Fluke, which I already mentioned. I was kind of drawn to these books because I love the movies on the Hallmark Mysteries channel. That's just my all-time favorite channel. These books are the reason that they have the movies, and I just really, really love the movies. They have Allison Sweeney in them. I've read two of the books. I read the first book, The Chocolate Chip Murder, and then The Strawberry Shortcake Murder, and the movies follow the book like almost to a T. So that kind of ruins it for you because you kind of already know what's going to happen. Of course, the names are different, but, you know, you kind of already know. Um, but this was a nice light read. It was very easy. And I got it on Kindle Unlimited. Hey, it was kind of free, even though I pay for that. But I saw that our library also has a couple of the books that you can borrow. So, hey, if you're looking for a nice, easy read. This is it. Because I finished those two books, I'm going to start two more books. I like to read two different types of books at the same time. My heart is in nonfiction, but sometimes nonfiction can be so heavy that it kind of destroys your life a little bit. And so I kind of like to counterbalance that with, with something light and fun. So I've started two more books. The Blueberry Muffin Murder by Joanna Fluke, of course, and... The Beautiful Work in Progress by, huh, I forget, her name escapes me right now, but she is a black ultra runner, not your typical type runner person. I don't know, it just came up on, on my Kindle Unlimited and I was like, hey, this sounds exactly like the type of book that Angela would want to read. Moving on to my Netflix binge. I know during quarantine, we were all kind of like trapped in the house and I started watching a lot of Netflix and of course, here we're going to go back to the homework channel type thing. I don't know. I just liked watching these shows during those times that made me feel good and gave me hope and, you know, just kind of just changed my overall attitude. So I watched two homework series, When the Heart Calls. I know it's a book, so maybe I should read the book, the series of books, but oh my goodness, I just love following like the new characters and, you know, there's always like that feel good moment in every episode. I don't know, of course there's like a love story aspect to it and everything. It was just, I don't know, it just made me feel really, really good. It's set in like the 1930s or something like that. I'm not sure, I should probably fact check that. And I also watched The Good Witch, which is something that I've seen on Netflix a lot. And I'm like, oh, this doesn't seem like my type of show, but it is definitely a feel-good family show. We never ever refer to them as witches in the show, but they have like some supernatural powers. It's a mom and her daughter, and then her cousin comes. The Merriwicks have like some tie to the town of where they live in, and so like they're always doing these special things. I don't know, it's just another, it sounds, I don't know the best way to describe it, but it's a family show, it makes you feel good, and I don't know, I just really, really enjoyed it. So give it a chance. If you're looking for something that's gonna make you feel good or something that you wanna sit down and watch with your family, these are shows that will do it for you. Moving on to what I've been binging on YouTube. I have been loving Iman and Beck. They live in a van and they travel across the world. And of course now it's COVID. So like everybody who was doing all those things has stopped. But they have a Sprinter van, they converted it themselves, and then they travel around the world and they make YouTube videos. And another YouTuber um, couple that I discovered during 
quarantine was Kara and Nate, and they were traveling around the world and they were doing all those things. But now, because of COVID, they are doing the whole Sprinter van thing too. So it's like fun to see people like do their vans and then go live out on the road. That was always something that I wanted to do. And that was like a life aspiration because I didn't think I was able to have kids. And then bam, I ended up having kids. And so this was something that I always did want to do. But now I'm feeling all the feels. I want to get a Sprinter van, convert that sucker and take it out on the road. So let's move on to the meat of the episode here. I want to talk about living a positive life and the things that have helped me kind of get out of my funk and maybe just give a little background on how I've been feeling. The idea of living a positive life sometimes seems like a fantasy or unattainable goal for me. I stare off into the unknown and have thought about this life. You know, it's just not something that's been for me. I've been lost, but now I'm found and it's time for me to get back on the journey of happiness. I summon you all here to my place on the internet to believe in yourself and the dreams you have. I bring you here because the things you think are unattainable should be within your reach with a bit of determination. And that's something that I've always preached. And I haven't been able to create that content because I have been living in this negative space. I somehow fell into a place where I wasn't living. I was just trying to survive. It was just like, can I make it through the day? That was my main goal. I'm proud to say that I'm living on the upside now. And there are just a couple of things that have really just changed my perspective on how I want to live my life. I've been living just, I don't know. I've just been lost. That's the only word that I can really, really use to describe how I've been feeling. A lot of different things have happened. And then the pandemic stuff happened, which set into motion of closing down my business and not knowing what to do or how much money I was going to have or if I was even going to make it. And then I was with my child all the time, trying to work from home and trying to keep a toddler happy and, you know, toddlers. That's all I can say. But now I'm living this new life mantra, positivity at all costs. That's just what I'm going for. Something that I want to share with you. So I have a couple of tips for living a more positive life. My first tip is to find something that you love and do it. Life is filled with tons of crap that we have to do every single day. And I sometimes feel like that we take life for granted. So we need to take the time to find something that we love and do it. Just to go out and do it. If you want to binge on Netflix once a month and that's what's going to make you happy, make it happen. If you want to read a million books a year, then you should make the time to make it happen. Because if you're not happy, no one else in your life is going to be happy. And if you don't show up for yourself, who is going to show up for you? You have to do the things that are going to make you happy. For me, I like being outside, which is probably the reason why I love running so much. I love just forgetting about the problems of the world and just going out there and feeling the sun on my face, even if it's hotter than crap outside and just covering the miles. It's just always been very, very therapeutic for me. My second tip is to be grateful for the things in your life. Don't focus on the ne negative aspects of life. Focus on the great things, no matter how big or small those things are. 
Take pleasure in the little things. And when things get rough, stop and think about the things that make your life worth living. What is important to you and what makes that so great? This is the point where I feel like that I've dropped the ball in the past couple of months is not really living for those great moments, those great things, those great people in my life. And this is the thing that has me moving now in a positive direction. I'm really taking the time to be grateful for things. And I know that gratitude lists and all and those things and gratitude journals and all of that are all the rage right now. I don't personally do that. Maybe I should sometimes, but I know that when I get into a tough spot, I do. I pull out a sheet of paper because, you know, I'm a notebook bitch. I like to write stuff down all the time. And I do make a list of the things that I am most grateful for in life. And sometimes that just helps you remove yourself from a negative situation because you were thinking about the positive. The third thing I say do is be careful about the content that you consume on the internet or on your phone or whatever. You know, the internet is a hard place to exist and we spend a lot of time on our phones. Choose the people you want to follow, like how you choose the people that are in your life. Stay out of the toxic or non-positive spaces. Attitude is everything and it is reflected in what people post. And so this is a little bit hard for me because I feel like I want people to follow me. I want to help people change their lives. I want everyone to be the best version of themselves. But how can I ask you to do that when I wasn't doing that myself? And that is why I'm sharing my story right now because it's not always rainbows and sunshine. Sometimes it's dog poop and clogged toilets, you know? And if this is how I want to help people, I need to share these moments too. And I'm very like introspective. And I, you know, when things go wrong, I pull away from the world. Just be careful about who you're following on Instagram, who you're talking to, the people that you're talking to. And if someone is toxic or not positive or is just bringing your mood down, then you need to socially distance yourself from that. My tip number four is, it's not really a tip, but it's just something. I was listening to a Spotify, one of those curated playlists. I like to listen to them at work and I think it was Happy Beats or whatever. A new radical song came on and it's called We Only Get What We Give. And I know that, you know, this, oh, I was listening to a 90s playlist. That's what it was. Yes, so I've heard the song all the time. You know, we only get what we give. And it's just so simple to think about it like that. It's just simple. Like, yes, what we put out is what we're going to get back. So, like, if you want positivity in your life, then you need to put you need to put that out so that you're getting it back in. You need to surround yourself with people that are going to be positive, not people that are going to co-sign your moods, your behavior, your attitude, but you know, just positivity. Once we put that positivity into the world, we're going to get it back somewhere. And it's just really, really simple. And my last tip really is to just love yourself. Love yourself no matter what. I've went through this period of being lost and unhappy and I talked down to myself and I let the negative thoughts of other people affect the way that I felt about myself. And it's just not right. You know, people are not always going to approve of what you do. They're not always gonna like you. They're not always gonna wanna be your friend, but the people that really care about you are gonna keep showing up. They're gonna keep popping in your life. 
They're gonna wanna be with you, the good, the bad, the ugly. You have to remember that when people get mad or people are hurt or people are just having a funky day, they may say stuff that it's just a momentary thing or it could be actually be the truth. That's why I'm saying that you need to cut toxic people out of your life. But you have to love yourself. You have to love yourself when you feel like that no one else is loving you. You have to pay attention to yourself when you feel like no one else is paying attention. That is the most important thing. Don't let the outside world change the way that you feel about yourself. So those are the tips that I have for living a positive life. I really, really hope that you found that very helpful or in your times of need, it's something that you can always refer back to. So now that we're coming to the end of the podcast, I wanted to talk about a series of fortunate events. This is just my space to talk about things that have been positive in my life lately. One, I have been killing my workouts. I wish that I had the amount of discipline that I have for getting my workouts done to other aspects of my life. Like with this podcast or with my YouTube channel or whatever, I could be so much further along if I had that discipline, but that's okay. We all live, we learn, and this is a point of moving forward. But I have been killing the workouts. I've been working out six days a week. My goal is always five. I've been getting them done. I've been waking up earlier or I've been scheduling my workouts so that if I did do it in the afternoon, I'm always ready for it. And then another fortunate thing in my life is always my little tiny tot. She's three and a half and she's learning so many different things. And right now she's really learning how to harness her feelings. So it's good to see her balance her joker side with her sentimental, empathetic side. And it's just really great to see how we can shape our children. And they have they have their own personalities. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just really great. And it makes me happy to see her live and grow every single day. It's just, I don't know. People do say that it's a fun age and it is a fun age, even though sometimes it's really rough. But at the end of the day, I know that she's learning and she's growing and she's the most beautiful child in the entire world. So I know they always say no one ever cares about your children, but she is a big positive spot in my life. So that is all for this week's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. I'm at It's Angela Gillis. You can always send me an email at momworksitout at gmail.com. And don't forget to go watch my YouTube videos, like those videos and comment. And I just want to build a strong community. And this is my first step in doing it. So I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button where you listen to your podcast and leave me a comment. Always comments help other people find the podcast. So thank you for listening and I will talk to you next week. Bye.